Do you sometimes feel that the partner who you're in a relationship with now seems to be quite different from the partner who you first went out with, the person you first met? Stay tuned. Today we're going to be talking about relationship stages and all the changes that you're going through in your relationship. Welcome to our podcast, The Relationship Maze. Today I will be talking about the different stages that most romantic relationships go through. Now these stages are not sort of set in stone and they're not linear uh, and relationships slightly vary in terms of uh, the way that they unfold but there are sort of some similarities that most partners, most relationships will experience in the course of time. So most, uh, in most relationships, partners develop, they mature as individuals. And what we often find is that when we first meet our partners, we have particular ideas in our head about relationships. And these ideas, of course, come from our family of origin. We've learned everything about relationships from our parents. Uh, we learned how to be loved or we learned how not to be loved if we had parents who didn't take care very well of us. So, But we learned templates about relationships. And ultimately, when we are in our adult relationship with our partner, we want to have a good experience of being cared for, which might mirror what our parents did with us, or we might want to get away from that. And we might want, we might want to find a partner who can actually heal what we didn't get in our childhood. So when we first uh, meet a, a partner and we are in the grip of the honeymoon stage, the romantic beginnings of the relationship, we often call this first stage of the relationship the spark. That's kind of when we are in paradise, so to speak. We're kind of trying to create that Eden, that wonderful setting uh, where uh, the relationship is perfect, our partner is perfect, life is wonderful, everything is super exciting, everything that you do together is great. And we have this expectation that our partner is just going to give us everything that we always wanted and needed from a good relationship. We're very focused on similarities, so we might be very excited about all the music uh, that we share, the same tastes that we share, films that we both like. Wow, that's amazing. You like exactly what I like. So we're very focused on similarities. And, um, and we have this desire to be in physical proximity a lot of the time. We want to touch a lot. Uh, well, most couples do at that stage in their relationship. And there's usually no um, conflict or very little conflict at this early stage because it's all focused on building togetherness. And and it's the sort of stage that we often uh, witness when we uh, watch a Hollywood movie, a romantic love story, where everything is just idealized and literally we've got our prince or princess arriving on a horse. And what happens on a physiological level when we're in the spark um, stage of the relationship is that we are uh, attaching to our partners on a biological level. We've got a lot of uh, very high levels of the so-called love hormone oxytocin flushing through our system. And that's the same hormone that mums, for example, have in their system when they have babies. Um, which kind of which releases dopamine high levels of dopamine in the relation that's the happy hormone uh, and that literally makes us first of all bonds with our partner and then also dopamine makes us 
pretty much high as a kite. Um, so it's it's not too different. Being in love in these sort of early stages of being in the relationship is not too uh, dissimilar to being quite high. Um, and some people would even argue that there are a lot of similarities between somebody who is experiencing a psychotic relationship and somebody who is in love. There are a, a lot of overlaps. It's quite interesting. So what are the developmental tasks when you are in this first stage and the spark of the relationship? It's all about forming a very strong bond with your partner, which then enables you to move to, through further, further stages in the relationship and to develop more maturity. So you have to have that kind of bonding first. Uh, but if you're not moving on from this relationship, if you're constantly in this stage of your relationship, the spark, you are what we call very enmeshed. That means you are you find it quite difficult after a while to separate out what's mine and what's my partner's to kind of really become to to remain two individual people in the relationship. And that can cause all sorts of, all sorts of difficulties, particularly when there is conflict in the relationship. Um, so if you're too attached to this stage of the relationship, then you want to kind of endlessly repeat the fun. You just think it's all about excitement, etc. So you're not really developing any maturity in the relationship. So what happens at the next stage if you move on uh, in the relationship if the relationship lasts? And usually it lasts because it's been great so far. Um, now you're getting into sort of slight difficulties. For example, you know, you're thinking, well, who's going to, um, you're getting fed up with your partner never doing the washing up if you live together or being a bit messy. So you're starting to see your partner not only in a positive light all of the time, but you experience sort of minor uh, difficulties and conflicts in the relationship. Um, so you might be slightly more uh, critical in your appreciation of your partner. You notice that there are actually differences as well, that you're not entirely on the same page all of the time, but that there are uh, differences. You're not similar in every regard. And you don't quite idealize your partner quite so much. So you realize that there are two different agendas happening some of the times. So you might have a little bit of uh, a bit of a sense of loss and grievance for that honeymoon stage. Also, on a physiological level, you don't have quite so many endorphins flushing through your system. So the initial high that you experienced in the spark, the early stage, the honeymoon stage of the relationship, have worn off. So what are the developmental tasks at this stage in the relationship? Um, this is really a, a stage where you need to learn to accept that you're two separate people. You have your own identity that you might have uh, different agendas, different expectations, different wishes uh, and different desires. Uh, and, um, and sometimes that takes some time to work through and to, to address and find some way around it. This might be um, for couples who are, at the, who are at this stage in their relationship, this is an opportunity where they might want to go into couples therapy and then explore what their own needs are, what their expectations are of the relationship where these originate from, what their thoughts are, and develop some, some more insight and awareness of their own uh, agendas as well as those of their partner. So moving on um, is the next stage of uh, relationships, which is the power struggle. That's when paradise is not quite paradise anymore. And the first cracks really, the cracks that have uh, shown in the previous stage start to widen and to get a bit bigger. That's when all these sort of initial enchantments that you had uh, in the early stages of relationship clearly wears off. You're not wearing your rose-tinted glasses anymore. 
Uh, and there is more open uh, conflict now showing up. Um, often this is about um, both partners uh, reinforcing their own wishes and desires and uh, disagreements. Uh, and expectations in life. So often that's when you start to think of your partner as not being quite so available to you anymore. They might be, maybe they're more wrapped up in work now, whereas they haven't been before. They, you think that they don't listen to you very well anymore. They don't quite understand you. Sometimes you might experience your partner also as being a bit more hostile or aggressive towards you. Or frequently also an experience that couples have at this stage is that what their partners experience each other as withdrawing, not quite being uh, available to each other. Um, also that you might want to spend less time together um, because there's less kind of passion in the relationship and this kind of initial fire that stoked all the passion has, has uh, is now burning on a much smaller flame. So this is the most uh, challenging stage uh, in the relationship and often, very, very often the stage where couples decide to go into couples therapy because they get really frustrated with each other and a little bit disheartened sometimes and a little bit hopeless. This sense of what are we doing here? We're constantly arguing. Uh, we're not really getting anywhere. We can't sort out our conflict, etc. So there's a lot of fear and anxiety usually at this stage. Often this fear that, uh, oh, maybe this is not quite right or um, this is not the, quite the right partner for me or we can't survive this. This is not something we can get through. So in terms of the developmental tasks that you are presented with at this stage in the relationship, this is really, again, developing more of a focus on being your own person, so having more self-awareness about who you are and what your needs are, your individual needs as well as your mutual needs as a couple. So you have to accept that you are two different people, you have different wants and needs, um, and you have to develop a little bit more empathy uh, around this, what your partner needs uh, and what is really important to them and why it's important to them. So you may uh, need to learn at this stage to work more on compromises because um, sometimes there can't be a solution to every problem and there can't certainly be a solution if you have very opposing expectations or desired, desires around a particular issue. So you may have to work towards um, finding a compromise. But most importantly, really, you have to develop some communication that enables you to have these discussions. So you have to actually learn to listen to each other without jumping in, without jumping to conclusions, without being too judgmental and too defensive. Um, and that's not easy. That requires quite a bit of effort and a bit of practice and some learning, but it's possible. So this is the stage, the third stage, uh, the power struggle, where really your relationship either moves on or very frequently that's the stage where uh, relationships end and can't move on because couples cannot move, cannot progress to the next stage. They find it too challenging and they're too frustrated and too hopeless in this stage. Now, uh, the, the next stage and the kind of stage that we all want to head for ultimately is what uh, we call the union. That's when, they're mo when there's more maturity in the relationship. So it's a more developed relationship. This is a relationship where couples have learned to weather the storm of the power struggle. They've learned to kind of come into their own a little bit more as individuals as well as a couple. And they can kind of balance needs around safety and security. So they can feel safe with their partner. 
um, that can feel secure in the relationship and that also can enable them to go out and explore the world a little bit on their own to develop more independence if if that's something that they struggled with so there is a, an interdependence um, there's dependence on each other as well as independence in the relationship uh, and that enables the couple to come together if they wish to to have more intimacy to have a more fulfilling sexual relationship for example as well as kind of sometimes letting go and allowing their partner to do their own development and their own growth on their own independently so it allows for both for dependency and independence uh, and couples who are in the union stage, the more mature stage of the relationship, they can tolerate differences. They can tolerate um, the fact that their partner might have different ideas about um, uh, different values, different ideas about how to lead their lives. Um, they see this, couples who are who are who've come to this stage, they see this as a strength in the relationship, that there is difference and not just similarity. So couples who are um, at this stage, they often want to sort of rethink um, how they can develop even more closeness with each other. Um, you know, how can they move more in their partner's direction without compromising their own position, so to speak. So it's also learning. So in terms of developmental task at this stage in the relationship, this is about tolerating and embracing more uh, vulnerability in the relationship negotiating different sets of needs that you have, uh, managing the occasional compromise in the relationship. So it's sort of acknowledging that, you know, sometimes you have to you have to agree that you have different perspectives, but that's not the end of the world. And sometimes you can also step into your partner's direction. That's fine. That doesn't mean that you give up on yourself. So you are working at this stage at deepening the relationship, maintaining a bit more equilibrium between the depending on and being dependent on by your partner. And now very frequently um, what happens is, particularly uh, when I work with couples, that I work with couples who are at different stages in the relationship cycle. So you might have one partner who is very much still um, feeling in the honeymoon stage, uh, the spark stage of the relationship. They think it's everything is rose-tinted and wonderful. And they might be a little bit more enmeshed still with their partner and sort of reliant on their partner, while the other partner has kind of moved down uh, further down the road towards more independence. They're moving more towards the sort of stages of the power struggle. They're moving down the road of wanting to have maybe a little bit more separateness in the relationship and not just togetherness all the time. So for this kind of couple, there's sometimes a challenge around how they define the relationship, uh, where one partner just says, well, we are just one. They're very symbiotic, symb symbiotically tied up with their partner and the other one isn't. Um, this is uh, problematic. Uh, equally, it's uh, problematic if, if both partners don't want to move on from the early stage. They're both stuck in the honeymoon stage. They're too scared, too anxious uh, to uh, develop a little bit more independence in the relationship because they feel very worried about being abandoned by their partner um, and therefore they kind of cling on too much to their partner. So... Um, so you have different stages also in terms of power struggle. Um, sometimes you get partners who are too independent. Um, they might have a very avoidant attachment style, for example. 
Um, so they are too focused on just we need to we mustn't come together we must be too separate we must be really really separate from each other, and that can create difficulties when there are situations in the relationship where actually it's really important that you can rely on each other. For example, if one partner loses their job and has to rely on the other financially, for example, or emotionally as well. So, um, so these sort of different stages of the relationship. Um, they are not necessarily a linear processes and, you know, you move backwards and forwards, so to speak, uh, in this process. You might sometimes come back to the honeymoon stage and have this wonderful experience uh, of being in the Garden of Eden again and feeling really close with each other. Um, and sometimes um, you go through, you know, you might have reached a lot of maturity in your relationship already. You might be very close, you might have learned to be very vulnerable with each other. But then there's a setback, something happens, something sort of a bit more catastrophic happens, like there's a loss or a grievance in, uh, with one partner, and that might kind of set you back in terms of going more into power struggle mode again. So these, these sort of stages are, are not linear, so don't sort of think that this is how it happens, I go from stage one to stage two to stage three, etc., uh, and as I say, we're not always, both partners are not always at the same stage, so sometimes that creates uh, challenges uh, in the relationship as well. And this is not a, uh, this is not a, a model that uh, is sort of fixed uh, in stone, obviously. It just gives you some sense of where you might be roughly uh, on your path, on your joint path in the relationship. Sort of where, where do you want to locate yourself? Um, and it's helpful to kind of reflect on that to see where you are, because it might also highlight what kind of particular challenges you face in your relationship and what are the issues that need working on together and individually uh, in your relationship. So we talk uh, about the, the different stages in the relationship further in our online course, The Relationship Maze. We unpack this further. It gives you an opportunity to look at this in a bit more detail. And we also have some uh, instructions, some exercises for you to kind of work through uh, in relation to all of these different stages of the relationship. So I hope you found it helpful and uh, come to an end here now with this podcast, uh, with this episode of the podcast, and we look forward to seeing you next week very much. Take good care.